Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We are that podcast that celebrates that Jeep life and everything that has to do with it. And man, um, it's just great to be in the studio tonight. I am Jeep and Terry, and I'm joined, as always, with Break It Bill. What's happening? What's going on, man? Not much, man. I'm tired. Dude, it's it's good to see you. You too. Yeah, you're... For the 15th time this weekend. I know, right? <laughs> you're working your ass off, though. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Trying, trying. And um, to my right, your left, the man, the myth, Dr. Don, back in the studio. What's yeah. up, man? Almost was, right? Like, it was, it's was. it been a while. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. yeah. All right. I almost had, to, be almost had to start renting out your chair. I know. So I was wondering. I'm like, man, seriously. <laughs> Um, every time you do the intro, you know what song plays in my head? What's dire that? Straits, Money for Nothing. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's that's about what we are. Yeah, I, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Passive aggressive, I guess. But oh yeah, because you know they do they do kind of speak in those terms, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just I, I don't know. It's every time you're like, all right, let's get something and hit the button, and it's like Dire Straits is playing in my head. Oh, dude, man, I love me some Dire Straits. How about it? Love me Dire Straits. Uh what a what a week. Um. A lot, of, a lot of jeeping has gone a lot on this of, week. A lot of jeeping. Um, I know that, I mean, we, you and I have been working a lot. We, we, we're busy mm-hmm. getting ready for a certain event. Yep. You know, um, and so I know that you got your business going on. I, I got, got like toothpicks holding my <laughs> eyelashes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, we, we go to Jeeps in Java today and I go, Yo, you about ready to head head north? Let's let's caravan this up. He's like, nope, I'm gonna go work. I'm like, son of a bitch. Do they just have a cot back there for you? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know when? Hey, it's crunch time, so you got to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm I'm lucky enough that you know my work when I need to do the extra work. I can do it from anywhere. Yeah, parts just, don't parts don't design themselves, dude. No, they <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. And but let let let's talk about Jeeps and Java. I mean, I know I've gone down with Don, and and it's it's kind of a regional, um, absolutely fun time. But Quadratech started doing them nationwide, mm-hmm. um, so that's exciting. But man, today was huge. Um, well, so was it, this was the was this this wasn't the first one. No, had others. So this is uh, the second one back in the right. area. Yep. Um, but this is the first one that they're partnering with Mopar. Mopar Parts, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So Mopar Parts is sponsoring Jeeps and Java by Quadratech, and it is just going to grow from here. They had food trucks. They had a couple vendors. Um, back the Blue was there. Yep. Um, Quadratech was obviously doing a couple giveaways. They had. Giveaways from other companies as well that wanted to, you know, get their brand get out yep. as well. Is this so? Is this the last one for the year? Are they gonna? It is the last local one. Right. Um, yeah. There's one in California and one in Texas. Are we doing the, the California count. one? Yeah, we are. All right, cool. Yeah. We're gonna go cover that. Mm-hmm. We got California. We're, we're coming. No, we're not. Um, Patreon's a negative. Maybe numbers. maybe next year. <laughs> I like took a personal loan against Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, so they um. They did have a scratch and dent yeah. tent for the first time in a while. Oh, they open it up. They do it like yeah. they used to where they'd like, you know, everybody would stand there and all of a sudden they open it and it's like the floodgates. It, well, opening it, the floodgates. Really smart about it. Kind of kept things quiet ahead of time. Till yeah. about Thursday. So, yeah. And then started kind of prepping it and everything, but it, it was wildly successful. They also did um, it a little bit differently this year. So 
they put in the morning, they filled the tables. Yep. And then as things started getting bought, they started putting more out. That's so smart. It wasn't like a yeah. mad dash in the morning, yeah. get the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. It was you had to be there. That's how it used to be. Right. I mean, it was, you there know, were like fights for parts. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was so cool this is shit. Definitely <laughs> was <a> MMA. <laughs> right? Yeah. A cage match. Yes. Heck yeah. You know, and there's something to be said about the excitement of that. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. But it, it I think it's bullshit, right? You know, that it, it, it really was who, kind of frustrating. Who's the fastest person yeah. to get over there and elbow their way it, in? It was it was it, it wasn't as bad as I make it out to be, but it it could be frustrating. Like you would have your eye on something yeah, and, and yeah. you know, you would go for it and somebody yeah. already had it and it all yeah. depended on where you were at in line and you know. Yeah. So. And I think it's cool because, you know, this scratch and dent thing, it it's a it's a real thing. Um a lot of times in the past I know that wholesalers will will grab some of that stuff mm-hmm. and and sell it as well. Um, I don't think Quad will ever um, do it online. I mean, it I just, don't think so either. It, it's a, that's a lot of work to put the all that stuff costs up. Shipping costs and yeah. all that yeah, stuff for the, for what the parts are worth. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's I think it's good that they do it locally, and I think you know, I hope in the future that at certain events mm-hmm. that that'll. Continue. That'll continue. Yeah. It was it was wildly successful. Had a lot of fun. Um, you know, I I got to MC the event. You're just you know, good at it. Um, so it, you know, it's you know, I'm, I got a face for radio. You know, yeah, put you me do, in man. behind a mic and everything's good. Nobody has nah, to look at me. Um, got it. But yeah, it it was good. And you know, all that I heard from people was the excitement of being back out and um, and buying stuff. So that that was a lot of fun. A lot of good deals going on. Yeah. Now, when um, you said you emceed it, what... He was the man on the radio. Wicka, wicka, what? Yo, it's Terry, Mr. MC ah, in the okay. house. So, yeah. so like, <laughs> we had, you had a whole thing set up? Yeah, or we what? had RPA okay. out there, and, you know, it was it was Jeep and Terry from the Jeep Life podcast. Nice. Um, out there, you know, I would make announcements and talk people through things, and then I did the, um, you know, the final drawings at the end, the yeah, raffles. That's cool. And you know, then I I had music playing the whole time, and nice. I got to pick the music I wanted to play, and Would everybody play? else. Um, I, I I've got a dri- a cool driving um, playlist that okay. you know I I a little play bit of everything, a little bit of everything. Okay. So I played that, um, and, and there were a couple requests, and I fulfilled those requests. I bet you did. Yeah, and next mm-hmm. time I'm putting a tip jar out. If you want a request, you're going to pay. I think you Heck should. Heck yeah, Jeep parts aren't free. <laughs> no, they don't pay for themselves. Jeep, Jeep life's expensive. It, it really is. But I, I did, I got to talk to, to one young lady, and I can't remember her name, I'm sorry, um, but she had just bought a new 4xe, and this was her first outing Oh, period yeah? with any Jeep, and you know, she, she told me she had like 400 miles <laughs> on this, on this, on this. Lucky her. JL um, four. Did you give her an AOA free pass? I no, I didn't. But I, I did give her our sticker and everything. Oh yeah, you know, I, yeah. But I got to talk to her and it, tell her all the cool kids wear stickers. Yeah. They, <laughs> start with this one on your right. forehead, and then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but it was, it, it just it's kind of re-excited me again for that Jeep life that yeah. we, you don't have to go out and bust open the rocks no. to have a good time no. in your Jeep. And I'm going to ease up on that. I just you know, I don't have the money to keep tearing up my Jeep. <laughs> I know, right? Not that I'm, I'm not done. I'm just going to ease up. Yeah, just lighten up a couple yeah. times a year. The, 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 well, yeah. Hard, and and right? I mean, when it, like how I'm driving when I'm out. The last time I was out, it was like 
Yeah. I think I had it off the rev limiter a couple times. <laughs> now I've got no gas tank skid left. and you know. well, So that's been kind of my MO the last few times that I've been out is I just wanted to take my time through all the, yeah, well, the that's, obstacles. Yeah, that's vehicle preservation. And, I mean, that's right. why we gear them down, because you have mm-hmm. more control. And, right. You know, that's really, you know, I, I get it. Rock bouncing is a thing, but it's it's really not in a fairly stock vehicle like ours. You right. Know what I mean, you need, you need like, billy buggy stuff mm-hmm. to do that. Mine's not even good for that. Well, you need, like, to put all new parts on from the front to the back, and then yeah, you'd be set. Yep. But it's, it takes money to do that, and I, I just don't have it. Yeah, and it, I, if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> right? And the other thing that kills me about it too, though, is is trail preservation too. I mean, it, right. it's hard on the trails, yeah, you it, know. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I mean, we already are hard enough on a trail just by being out there. Yeah, I mean, it is designated mm-hmm. property to do that, but we want to have that trail. Mm-hmm. We talked earlier, you know, uh, that lower anthracite has changed a lot in the yeah. last, you know, yeah. couple years, yeah. and and um, a lot of it has to do with you know, the amount of traction we put on it and yep. how, how do we approach yep. it? No, I agree. And so you're right. Trail preservation is a big deal. Yeah. But it, you know, it, it, and, it, but it was coming right off of the Halloween parade Yep. where literally we're driving at like three miles an hour through a town, waving at people, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, showing off our rigs and just enjoying the camaraderie of, you know, 14, 15 people, that just shared Jeeps. That was the core group too. Yeah, it, like, it, was, is, well, it was, was Mike. Yeah, Mike and his wife were both there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. That's awesome. It was great to kind of be that, and then it. Amaze, Amaze has a really core like car culture too. Like yeah. they have Wheels of Time. They have you know yeah. all their different events in the. Yeah. Well, that park over there, Makanji Park, yeah. is. I mean, they just have. There's so much stuff that they do over there with with yeah. you know. Yeah, that whole area. Auto industry, and then. I, you know, I grew up in a small town, and Emmaus is a small town in yeah. in in Pennsylvania. Um, but it's it's one of those things where everybody that lived there was on the street. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know. I and know. you know, it, it, I and I I told Maria this um, as we were driving back because she didn't want to ride with you coming yeah. back home because well. it, was, it was starting <laughs> to get cold. Um, it's not the most pleasant ride. No, not not at all. What did you take? Let's not talk about it. But nice. <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> well, it's not the first time. <laughs> no, not the first time. But yeah, so Did you I trailer dr- it. No, I yeah. drove it from here over to South Mall, and then from South Mall over to the parade, and then from the parade back to here. That's great. But it's great how the you know it, the parade actually winds through you know the streets, and every time I'm I'm amazed that we end up back at where we started. Oh yeah, and I'm like, how the fuck did we get here? And so it's, it's a solid like <laughs> two miles. <laughs> Right. Three hours later. Yeah. yeah. No, literally. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's it was... three miles an hour. It's yeah. It, it, but it, you know, it's so much fun, and you know, seeing the kids and you know they're they're out there. Just throw candy. No, they don't allow that in that. Parade. You're not allowed to throw it. You're allowed and, to hand it out. And I know why, because we do the Whitehall parade too. To have to do with where us. literally, if you throw the the oh, it's... if you throw the candy in front of the vehicle. They're going to go get in front of the vehicle and grab well, it. Duh, that's where you throw it. I know, right? It's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> There's some are, kind of points, point system online yeah. for that? Yeah, and I, my eyesight's bad enough as it is, and I'm raised up. It's like up, 200 so points somebody, for a kid that's I two to five. I can't see through my windshield. I know, right? <laughs> and if somebody's going after candy and just crawls under there, I'm, I am I won't even feel the bump as I go over them, you know? Stay laying down, kid. <laughs> <laughs> drive right over you. Ah. <laughs> uh, 
Man, but it, it, it's really cool to, to meet somebody that's got their Jeep and they're brand new because, you know. Oh, they're stoked. They're excited. Yeah. And oh, it's their first it. one. They've been waiting yeah. all their life for that. You yeah. know, it's hard to, it's, it's hard sometimes to take it. Like they're going and going and going and you're like, ah, yeah, let's. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> right. yeah. 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 But no, it, it is cool. I, I dig that. I um, When I was up at MAOF, -A uh, met a guy, I think we talked about it in the show, a couple that had bought a JT. And, oh, yeah, and, yeah. And he put it on, I think it was on 39s, 37s yeah. or 39s. Who's taking it out west? You know, he had all these yeah. tr trips planned, but... Talking to him, it does rejuvenate you, you know, and he's he's spending money that he's been saving to do this, and you're, yeah. you know, you're, you're just, you're having fun through him. Yeah, because we've already know. spent our money and have no left. Yeah, they're, they're grinded into the <laughs> ground. Gone. Gone. Um, but that was, that was a lot of fun. What, what, Dad, did you get out of um, Jeeps and Java today? You, you, you so I got to check out a pretty cool um, system called AccuAir, oh, yeah. which is a um, airbag suspension system yeah so it's yeah. like the the tuners that have the airbags that drop them to the ground yeah now you can drop your jeep to the ground and then send it sky high too yep. so what's the range on it like what's the so you plus five minus two wow seven, seven inches, inches of travel, travel. yeah mm -hmm. and it'll stuff a 37 into the wheel well so far like riding on bump stops it's, what is it is it use factory bump stops or do they have something else it's that you something can, inside so you the can bag. you can ride the bump stops and not tear yep. them up. You can ride like it's designed to ride the bump yeah. stops. The bump just hit that shit in the highway like <laughs> five inches down to like negative two. Yeah, yeah. So SRT mode. <laughs> it was freaking sweet. Shot, sparks from the shock towers. <laughs> so yeah, that that was pretty cool. He he, and you know he was out there demoing it. You can articulate each individual. Mm -hmm. um, each individual you corner. Do, you can do, you know, your Carolina squat. You can yeah. do your, you know, northern rake, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> that was very cool. I mean, and that, that JT is really nicely. Heck yeah. Nicely built. So, um, what's his, what's he marketing towards this? Like overlanding, right? This is a big thing it, for overlanding because right. loading them. Right. Yep. That's exactly. Yeah. 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 He had a rooftop tent on it. Yeah. He had a full rack system. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I've been following him on Facebook and on YouTube yeah. um, since I ran across it, and I think that was his big thing, like loading it and stuff. Mm -hmm. You can keep the keep it pretty level. And yeah, that's really cool. It, 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 right, it's like exactly. an engineering feat right. too. It really it articulates and and so I mean, a whole different set of spring rates and so it's including the kit. It's uh, four airbags, four shocks, uh, the compressor, the tank, skid plate system. Um, all your controls. The Is there springs or no? No. Okay, I misunderstood you. I so the you bag goes into the spring. Where, where it perch, was right. You know, okay. gotcha. so that's your bag set up, and that it has makes the shock no behind it. I thought you when you said it earlier, it was in inside. the middle, yeah, right? Yeah. And that because that's how they use like the load leveling stuff for the trucks. This is a the full replacement. Okay, that's um, cool. And then you know all your ride sensors, control so arms. I could see it flex, and I—I I mean, why not? It's essentially it's got spring rates. I think there's also a setting that you can. He was talking about um, one of the presets that you can put it into like off-road mode, mm -hmm. and it it changes how much the yeah, bag compresses. It may, it may bump that. air out of a bag when it's compressing too. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? To, yep. to give it. I think there's also a way that it can share air between the two bags in the front, so you can. Yeah, well, that would make total sense. 
That's pretty cool. We get, we need to talk to him. Yeah, we'll have him on the show. We yep. talk awesome. to him. He'll, yeah, he'll, his name's Brian. Very interesting. Come on the show. I'm bringing the questions. Heck yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I'll prepare them. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, Dr. Don's going to go to school with you. 30, yep. 30 pages of questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm that student. Yeah, right. You only have to get 15 correct, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, that, you, you had a good question. We're we're gonna. Um, last week we started with the camping and everything, and I think we're it's it's winter time, and we start thinking about slowing down and overlanding is becoming a thing. So this is a, kind of a a mm-hmm. good kind of. We're gonna talk a little overlanding a little yeah, bit later. That's, so it's my new thing. I like it. Ooh, and as we wind down with everything, our our events page is getting a little bit smaller. Um, but we do have some things coming up immediately, um, and some off in the distance. Yeah, next weekend's Boo at the Zoo in Cape May, New Jersey. I wish I had the weekend free. I know, same. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. And then on Sunday is the New Jersey Fall Jeep Invasion Makeup Day. Makeup day. Right. Rain date. Yep. And that's in Ocean City, New Jersey. That's where you can get your Jeep uh, showcased on the boardwalk oh, so cool. in Ocean City, New Jersey. Yeah. And then uh, we're heading into November pretty quickly. So November 12th to the 13th is Virginia Beach Jeep Fest in Virginia Beach. Yeah. Virginia. Is it in Virginia? I think so. In Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> and then also November 12th is Apex Off-Road Wheel to Heel. And I'm definitely going to be there. Don just committed. Yeah. And I'm not letting him back out. Nope. So. I'm, I, there, there are some factors that it depends, but I might be there too. <laughs> if you're on this side of the country. Yeah, right. <laughs> I get back a day before, I think. Maybe. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of close. We'll inject it with like coffee and whatever. <laughs> well, he's gotta, whatever he's gotta, you he's need. He's got to do the shakedown run on his... New oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I want to do a whole big thing for Terry when he gets back in his Aww. Jeep. You know, like yeah. when those military people come back and their oh, dog yeah. comes and runs and jumps <laughs> on them? So we just drive them over with his Jeep. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, What's with you and driving people over tonight? I don't know. Let's probably change the subject on that. <laughs> uh, but it, it, you know, and I, SEMA happens between. And that's what there. we've been so busy yeah. with is prepping Jealous. for SEMA. Yeah. Don't be, man. I've oh. been there. I've I've been there four times now. I know. But I love it. It's a little different when you're preparing a booth and four Yeah, no. I go. I go. And, yeah. We do the education thing. I just yeah. get to walk around. That's the cool side of things. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, we're showing and we got, oh my gosh, so many products going out this year from so many. Tech. Yeah. I did, you know, some of the product descriptions. And there's just so many moving it, yeah. parts, too. Like, I think people don't understand, like, what goes into putting... All that stuff together. Well, it's funny because I mean we're you know we're basically two weeks away and there's already parts that have been shipped out. Like oh, they already ha- they already Everything had has. to be crated. And, Everything's you know, out there. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's kind of a big deal. Doing it in the Vegas Center again too. They got a new yeah. building up new there. Building, yeah, yeah. West Hall. Yeah, that's going to be all the off road and yep. overlanding stuff yeah. all combined. That was always split up until this point. Yeah, yeah. so it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. That's cool. Uh, so if you don't know what SEMA is, head over to SEMA. S E M A dot com. Is it dot com? Dot org, I think. I think it's, yeah, actually, you're right. It is a dot org because it's a nonprofit. Yep. Yep. Um, and, you know, they have great information on the website, too. Great links uh, to all the vendors and everything that's out there. Yeah, SEMA is um, it's the largest car show in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, 
aftermarket aftermarket car show. Yep. Um, they actually I think it's the largest in the world. Period. They have the API, which I don't think is is it API. They have so SEMA has one that they run for for like factory parts. Apex. Apex. Apex that's yeah. what yep. it is. Yeah, Apex. But I don't think yeah. that's as big as SEMA. No. Um, and but SEMA does a lot of good. They do a lot of lobbying for the automotive industry. Um, they do. They they actually got involved pretty heavily in education. They give out a ton of scholarships. They yeah. have. Uh, a sort of a special program for students yeah. to come out and see that we've taken our students out, you know, to see the show. Um, Great know, careers page too. Yeah, for yep. all the students. Yep, yep. Maybe next year we can try to have somebody from SEMA on the show. That might be that cool. would not be a problem. We can do that this year, actually, after SEMA. Yeah, yeah I was going to say yeah. they're probably all no, SEMA. We'll we'll make that's a good idea. We'll yeah. make a contact. That'd be cool. And just to give you a scale, there's 250,000 people approximately attend this event. Yeah. It's jaw-dropping. Like, yeah, when you yeah. ride in on a monorail, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I, and all of a sudden... Straight up Japan. Yeah, where hoonigans are out there doing burnouts, <laughs> and Ford has a Raptor jumping off his stuff. It's like some kind of crazy... Yeah. Uh, it's like Travis Pastrana or whatever his name is. Yeah. Like, one of his YouTube videos. Just, Basically, it's Candyland for me and Don. Right. Yeah, it yeah. seriously is. Yeah. Yeah, like I walked around there until I passed out. It was like four days later. <laughs> like they found me in a garbage can somewhere sleeping. And also, they just don't do showing of vehicles. They do like um, all like detailing stuff, uh, repair. So right. you know, tools, tint, window tinting, tinting, yep. music. I need yeah, my everything. I need my windows tinted. My front windows tinted. I don't know if I would do that. I can't see out mine at night. I, well, there's new long. stuff though. There's new ceramic stuff that they're doing. That they say there's no. Adverse effect looking out of them. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. I'll look into that. Okay. We're getting into tinting now. <laughs> that was Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, then I get to go to Moab after SEMA. Shut and, the hell up. And play around a little bit. So that'll be a lot of fun. Shut the hell up. Yeah. I'll be jeeping. I'm not talking to you for the rest of this. <laughs> hey, Don. Okay. How's it going? Good, Good buddy. <laughs> How are you? You hear anything? Yeah. Something not, going not on much. in the background. <laughs> If I knew that's all it would take, I would have start. I would have. Le- I would have led with. <laughs> start, I was just gonna say, start with that. Uh. Oh, all right. Well, you know, we we teased it earlier. We talked about it last week, um, and I think it's pretty cool. We we all love to camp. We love to kind of get in the the overlanding thing. I know that um, Big Red is really overlanding up. It's um, currently dead. It <laughs> did. Again, we just we can just insert that every week. It, <laughs> literally, it, the battery's it'll be a, dead. It'll, it'll be alive for you know three or four days. It'll be everything's good, and then things got a job like dead. mine on for three, off for four. <laughs> <laughs> literally, the battery's dead. Yeah. I, I knew it would be. I I look at the the notes that you sent, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I it it gave me a damn headache. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was so much information, and as usual, you kill it. You, you only need you to read it. the first three lines. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. It, this is kind of broken down into what you need. Yes. For your... So this is just basics. Like, I, And I thought yeah. as we got a little bit further down the road, we'd return to this. And, and you know, because this is, for me, this is like a, uh, I was in Overlanding years ago yeah. where we were towing a trailer behind our JK, like an off-road okay, trailer yeah, and yeah. stuff. 
Um, now I'm kind of getting back into it. I got out of it. I'm getting back into it. I want to do some traveling out west. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'm starting to do my research. I'm I'm trying to like take my time and not you know throw parts at this. I want to. I'm really trying to do my research as to what I want to do because there's so much stuff out here. But this list is really about like, hey, I got a Jeep. It's bone stock. What should I take with me? What do I need? What's the bare minimum? Right. Okay. So, um, vehicle gear, like stuff, um, like recovery gear, mm-hmm. um, really the bare minimum tow rope, kinetic recovery rope, or a regular recovery rope. And honestly, if you're not um, versed in like kinetic recovery, I wouldn't do Don't. it. I would just get a regular tow yep. strap. Um, and the problem is, too, if you have a kinetic recovery rope, you really can't tow with that. Mm-hmm. You can't actually at all. So, you're going to need a regular tow rope as well. Um, I... You know, a lot of I know a lot of people um, that do not overland with a winch. Here's the thing with overlanding: a lot of times you're solo. So yeah. one of the one of the ultimate overlanders I know um, is uh, Venture Forward, right? From OK Four Wheel Drive, yep. Chris, right? right. Yeah, um, and he he had done it for uh, two years without a winch. Um, but here was the deal and, and he's a, he's an incredible wheel man. He would avoid situations right? because he had no way to recover. So it's vehicle. a different style of driving. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you get to something you're not a hundred percent sure you can make it across. So you got to turn around and go back. Mm-hmm. You're solo a lot of times. So I'd recommend a really good winch, you know, worn, um, and snatch blocks. I have on there times two. I have not taken one of Kyle's classes yet. Recovery classes. I want to. One of the things I have not been able to figure out yet is how to self-recover a Jeep that's flopped with only one snatch block. You need to have two. I can't figure out how to do yeah. it without. I think you you're know. right. So um, I'm going to take Kyle's class at some point. I think he offered it to the three of us mm-hmm. doing a doing a, a sort of a hodgepodge of stuff. Um, but and it, and if you can, he'll know. Um, so you know, tree saver course. Um, I recommend two tree savers. Yeah, how come? So the reason why I say two is because if you have two, they're the same exact length. Um, you can always use them as shorter, um, like, kind of recovery ropes. Okay. Um, and also, if you're trying to tow something out, yeah, you probably need one in the front, one in the back, if you're using something of the sort. Okay. All right. I get it. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I would throw into that gear bag would be a winch line extension because again, sometimes, yeah. you know, you're not necessarily, I watch, uh, one of the guys I watch, um, occasionally is the story till now. Um, and he's up in British Columbia, maybe Mark Campbell can, uh, they know each other. They have mm-hmm. to, I'm sure they all Canadians know uh-huh. one another. <laughs> They all eat from the same bacon stick. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I've seen him at points where they're, you know, they're in terrain where there's no trees, like it's not a good tow spot. So, uh, definitely a winch line extension, um, you know, and go from there. Um, and that is a basic recovery kit. I mean, there's so much more you can add to that. Yeah. But that's the basic one. And the other thing I'm going to throw out there, and I fall victim to this all the time because I was just born cheap. Don't buy cheap stuff. Um, I cheaped out. Like, I got a worn winch, but I got Nevo. So I got the Chinese made. It is slow as hell. Uh, and I guess yeah. it's kind of good for safety reasons, you know, safety stuff. 
But, um, you know, snatch blocks, make sure you're buying good stuff. Worn, uh, Factor 55, you know, tree savers, etc. Um, vehicle parts. You've got to carry some stuff with you because you may be out. You yeah, know. if you're doing some long-term. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some of these trails, you're in the middle of them. There's 20 miles to either end to get back to, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, first and foremost, you always, always need to have a full-size spare tire with you. That's not how you spell spare. <laughs> there, there's a few of those in full here. Full-size a pair. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just start typing just, like crazy. Um, valve stems. So you really don't need to debeat a tire to take a broken valve stem off. You can push it back in and mm-hmm. survive with it. You know, even if it has a sensor on it, it'll bang around and a sensor may be shot in an emergency. Yep. Um, yeah. And then, you know, well, you kind of do got to debeat it to put the new one in. But So contrary to belief, I have seen these new valve stems that are, you put them in from the outside. Yes. And they work. They're, they're it's part of a repair kit. Right, I forget where I saw that. Somebody so, saw them with the repair yep, kit. Basically, you push your valve stem into the tire. It's got a, doesn't it have like a, like a nut on it or yep, something that compresses it's a, it? It's like yeah. a, boat, um, a boat plug. Yeah. yeah, yeah basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. a glorified boat plug that you, um, you put it in. You push your old valve stem in. Um, you put it through or something of the sort. There's a you know, rubber collar on the inside. Right. And you tighten it down, and it creates Squashes a seal. Yeah. Yep. Until you get it to a right, shop, right. because a, you do need temp- to take right. out temporary. Your, yeah, it's and depending temporary. on the wheels you have, like my fuels, the valve stem, there's no knocking it off. It's it's in the middle of the wheel right. nearly, yeah. but some are not, and you know, chances are you may knock that off on a rock, so you need to have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spare valve cores, you know, valve stem cores. Yeah. I don't know how many times I've aired stuff down, you know, and if you don't have air down, like if you don't have Brooks or something like that. You're gonna end up losing one. So and and they leak too from us constantly airing down and airing up in the dirt and the mud. Mm-hmm. Also, tip pro tip: make sure you keep valve stem caps on it because it keeps the dirt, water, and mud out of them. Yeah. I'm gonna go even further and say make sure you use metal ones. Yeah. yeah. I have found that metal ones through my rock crawling metal experience they valve? hold up longer. Valve caps. Valve the caps. caps. Okay. Gotcha. So what happens is, is over time, it basically starts to strip off. Like you know, every time you pull one of those off, it, you know, you can damage the plastics. Just don't hold up as well. Yeah. So now here's another option for you. The ones that they put on with nitrofill ones have a rubber insert for the threads. It's yep. a better cap too. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. as hardy as metal, but um, you know, it's another option. Mm-hmm. But yeah, make sure you keep them on there. And you can get a, a kit from you know Power Tank or. That has all that in yes, it. Yes, yeah. actually, well. and and I think somewhere in here I'd mentioned Power Tank um, and some of their stuff, but definitely valve stems, valve stem cores, uh, lug nuts, changing a spare, well, drop one in the Let's go back even further. I don't see it in here. A good tire repair kit, too. Yeah. It's down in the, yeah, it's down further. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I didn't scroll all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think I mentioned Power Tank for that. Um, I, I don't know. I don't remember. Well, talk about them but um here's one spare key put a hide a key oh. did it once dropped some keys in a in a very deep mud puddle and was not able to recover them mm. so we had to drive into a dealer have a new key cut luckily it was Sucks. before we had you know key Chips codes on yeah. right right i only so, have one key as it is well we should I, you and i don't have to have them reprogrammed right so we can just oh, i do you do you have the you have the Fob key? Yep. We don't have a fob key, so we don't have to have them reprogrammed. Mm-hmm. I was under the assumption you did. No, mine. Oh, mine's no, yours a standard is gray. key. Yes, but it has a chip in it, and if I 
I have another key made. It's just a locked key. I put it in, I turn it on. And it, and it throws and the kim, a, Does it throw to the skim code? Yep. There is a security Ours, module in there. Mine doesn't have that. Mine so does. now I was under the assumption, and I got in a big argument with Scott about this one night, just sitting around the campfire. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and he's There's like, no. You'd love to argue that's, about anything. That's how we fix the world. <laughs> so we, we, you know, we're talking about this. And I'm like, no, because back in the day, the gray key meant that there was, it was a skim key. And so um, I get into it, and I start doing some digging. Turns out that on the newer keys, the gray key... Now, yours is older than his and mine. Mine's a 15. Right. You're 17, I'm 18. The new gray keys don't have the skim in them anymore, so there's no skim module in it. Hmm. So we can just get a key cut. Now, I'll double-check. I'll run your VIN when yours is in, and double-check. It'll tell me on there. Uh, Because I need... Yeah, you need at least one more, maybe two. Well, you, you you should always have one, like a hide a key or zip somewhere tied. zip tied somewhere in case you yeah. drop that key, or or it's simply out and like drop your keys and forget about them. Mm-hmm. You get out, you know, a lot of guys that are overlanding will go somewhere hike, set yeah. your keys down, and they fall out of your backpack, yeah. and and until you get back, you know, you should yeah. have a key somewhere. Yeah, right? that makes sense. Yep, I so, like that. Um, assorted hardware, and, and I'm not going to go through all the hardware, but in the notes that will be posted tonight to Patreon. Hardware means nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. The every. And washers. Every, I have on the notes, every major nut and bolt, um, that would need to be purchased that could possibly break that you would, that would leave you stranded. I didn't put on their shock tower, you know, shock stuff. Cause you can get out sway bar stuff. You yep. can get out uh door hinge stuff. Even if you have the size of it, that helps. Right. Tremendously. Yeah. But, but um, you know, this is something that I'm actually going to put a kit together. I, I bought a small bag um, and I'm going to order all these, one of every one of these sizes. Now, some of this stuff, like the bolts for the front track bar, um, it's the same as same right, right. Yeah. So I'll order one of those, but I'll, I'll have it all in the bag and ready to go because there's been plenty of times that we've been out and like bolts have broken and um, get a JL uh, diff drain plug too. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because those come off. We've been knocking those off left and right yeah, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Um, definitely important to have a hardware kit. And it's one of those things that's not that big. Like this bag is literally, it might have a diameter of like eight inches and it might be 10 inches long and I'll be able to fit everything in there hardware wise and just throw it in a Jeep, you know, in some corner, unused corner and and I'll have it. So another thing to go along this, um, that I carry with me when I go out wheeling is basically all the spare sensors that, so like older four O's, if you're running an old, you know, a TJ or something, Carry your map sensor, carry your throttle position mm-hmm. sensor, carry an idle air control sensor, mm. crank sh- I'm trying sensor. Trying to think on a 3.6, what'll leave it sit. I don't think there's, there's any uh, on that. Like a throttle body, much. but you're not going to carry it. You no, know, you're not going to carry it. Yeah. Um, not too much on a JK, but like yeah, a, a, a map sensor, a it's a pain right. in the ass. The, the, a crank sensor will leave it sit. Right. On a 4 liter. Yep. Yeah. Um, your idle... Uh, or your distributor pickup, if you have like the older four O's with a distributor, port a coil, yep. coil over your plug, pickup yeah. coil, yeah, that'll leave it sit. And none of those parts are that expensive. I oh mean, no, they, everything is under fifty dollars. Yep. But n- another note in this though, don't go buy the Chinese crap. No, because buy, it four O's are 
infamous to hate not them. just Boros. It's like every Chrysler product yeah. out there. Is Go like buy that. the good Mopar part or the equivalent. Right. Right yeah. and and, carry and vice in. versa, spark plugs like yeah, run them on the junk plugs. They run better than you do on it's you know. some odd reason. Yep. So, um, fluids. So now this gets difficult because there's a lot of fluids in a vehicle, but some of them are cross fluids. So like the transfer case and the automatic transmission both use plus four. Yep. And well, you can they get the transfer cases get a little noisy on plus four. I actually like to run synchro mesh in mine. But you can run plus four. You can run it, you run it in the automatic transmission, and it's power steering fluid as well. Yep. Um, but it really is. I mean, if you're going to be way back in the woods, and you know, cell phone service isn't a thing, and recovery, you know, having somebody else recover you isn't a thing. Make sure you have. You don't need to take enough oil to do an oil change, but make sure you have a quart. Yeah. You know well, I mean? yeah. to be two. honest with you, I just carry the five five quart jug. Sure, you and, can, and if you had the room. If you have the room, I mean, but that gets you, if you put a hole in your oil pan, unfortunately, you may lose all your oil. Which brings up one thing I didn't have on a list, and I think you ought to carry something to catch the oil, too. And I don't mean like a, um, like I have at the shop, I have these these sheets that you put underneath, mm-hmm. I think they call them pig mats, yep. that'll absorb the oil. Right, right, right. And it's important to have that no matter what, because it takes, this is a true fact, one drop of oil, I'm sorry, one ounce of oil will contaminate a million gallons of water. Yes. Um, so, but wow. on the flip side of this, grab a bucket, like a collapsible bucket to take. Yeah. And if you do start leaking oil, you can stick that under there until you get a fix. We we did that with, we yeah. we cut a cup. With, with or uh, Yeah, Alex. Yeah. We cut a water bottle up, yeah. a couple of them, yeah. and just kept cycling them out. One, it kept the oil off the ground, and two, until we could get it we fixed. We could use it, use right. that oil back to in. To put it back in, yeah. right. But, but it is important, yeah. like you'll blow a power steering line off Absolutely. or... You know, maybe you're, you 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 know knock a, a coolant line off. Yeah. Um, upper radiator so hose, lower radiator hose. Really, you know. I mean, and that's water. You yeah. Can put water so back in for obviously, that. you want to carry water, but like brake fluid, trans yep. fluid, and some oil, and, and that will pretty much take care of everything. Yeah. Manual trans fluid, I wouldn't carry. Uh, differential fluid, I have on the list as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and if you're wondering what your vehicle takes, you can get away with, if you're out on the trail and you don't have any like oil or any gear oil, you can throw some motor oil in it. it, That's that very true. And to be honest with you, to be honest with you, if you, um, drive short distances and very low speeds, you can actually survive without oil period. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like I'm talking a couple hundred feet, let it sit a half an hour, mm-hmm. cool down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, if you so, needed it, you could throw some yeah. motor oil into your yep. diff and it would yep. get you off a trail. Huh. But yeah, so make sure you have fluids. I did on these notes attach for JK. I'll tell you what I'm going to do tonight since JL is so big now too. I'm going to throw on the JL, um, bolts and the JL fluid stuff. Um, but it'll be on there. So if you're one, maybe it didn't, the JL stuff didn't make it, did it? No. Mm-mm. Or the JK fluid stuff didn't make it. Oh, it's on there. No, I see it. Um, I don't know. It's not. I may not have made it to the notes. Could okay. you put blinker fluid on here and how much it takes? Yeah, and and the weight and the yeah. seasonal stuff. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'll make sure that's on there. So if you're a Patreon member, um, go ahead and jump on there. The bolt stuff will be on there. The fluid stuff will be on there. 
um, for both JK and JL. Um, and, and, you know, it'd be a good reference for you. Yeah. yeah. At the very least. Um, tools and aids. So, you know, we were talking about toolkits earlier. Yep. You were talking about, what are you going to get? I, I just want to put a um, tool bag in, in. Like a tool roll? Tool or, roll. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In like the a sushi Jeep. roll. Because I've always been out with you guys and you've had um, tools, but, you know, even like this past year, I led some groups and I would. I should have had tools yeah. with me and I didn't because I was out there by myself and, you know, kind of right. not by myself, but, you know, leading by myself. Right. And yeah. I mean, you really should have, you're, you're, you're responsible for everybody in that yeah. group. I mean, yeah. so, um, and you said, you know, I mean, you can do this either way. I carry a bag. I carry more tools than the average person. Yeah. Um, just because nine times out of 10, I end up laying under somebody's Jeep. Because I'm a mechanic, and that's what we do. Yeah, I um, I, I want to get the ones that you know you need. Right, like this. Yeah, we're gonna put a, a list together. There's a lot of bolts that are yep. the same head size. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, maybe a, a you know definitely a ten mil, definitely you know sixteen, two, seventeen, eighteen. You get two ten mils, two, yeah. two three, <laughs> two deeps, three so, three shorts. Yeah. No, I we so I mean you brought up a good point, and I said, well, you know, pick out the tool roll you want and send it to me, so I know what kind of space I'm working with. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to put together, and we're going to put it on Patreon as well, um, a list and of tools that are, are a must-have for yep. JKJL. I think yep. we can go even further and get some, you know, create a list, links of Amazon and something yeah, like that. No, yeah, no, absolutely. Where yeah. to get the stuff? We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, you know, we'll do some shopping around and looking for what the best deal is and, and you know... Uh, Sometimes it's not good to buy cheap parts or cheap tools. Sometimes it works depending on if you don't use yeah. it a lot, you don't need yeah. a lot, and it's not a high torque situation. Yeah. So we'll have something like that in the future. But I, I agree with you. Tool roll or tool bag doesn't matter. However you want to do it, tool yeah. rolls compact a little better. Yeah. Um, and they tend to be a little more organized in a tool bag. Tool bag kind of gives you a little more room. I have a snap on tool bag. I just throw in the back of my yeah. Jeep. Yeah. So. In there, I have metric wrenches, a sort of screwdriver set, a uh, pry bar, like a medium-length pry bar, um, assorted pliers. Um, now, here's here's one. Um, did I put it in here? Did you put Adjust- snap ring pliers? No, because, I, I mean, I know on the buggy because of... Yeah, so I need them. You need them because of the hubs. Mm-hmm. And the um, control arm bushings uses snap rings. Yeah, see, I don't so. know that... I, Sorry. Yeah. No, I think for you, it's a, yeah. it's a must. And that's the other thing about this is, you know, this is just a general list, like tailored right. to what you have. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You get an older CJ and you got locking hubs on it. Hubs break a lot. You're going to need a snap ring pliers set. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Um, um, one of the cool things that I came across that was introduced to me was a, a um, adjustable plier wrench. Oh yeah, that, that thing. Thing's freaking so the sweet. first time it was put in my hand, I was like, "Bah!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but as you start working shit. with this thing, I'm like, "This is the shit." Yeah. So I think everybody should have them. And basically, what it is is like a um, rib joint pliers, but it's got a flat side. There's no, there's no teeth on it. It's made to put on nuts right, and bolts. Right, right. Reminds and me of the old robo wrenches. It kind of does. Yeah. But uh, Connects makes a really nice set of them. You can find them on Amazon. They're not super expensive. And it's bailed me out multiple times. Mm-hmm. I mean, I use the tool so much at the shop, I walk around with it in my pocket. It's just <laughs> so universal. Uh, um, 
I put in there, you should have a good quarter inch three eighth, half inch socket set. Um, I have my half inch stuff separate from my quarter and three eighths, a magnet, um, digital multimeter. I would not recommend using a test light anymore. Um, I would jump on YouTube, do your research, learn how to use the basic functions of the digital multimeter. Yeah. The problem with the test light is depending on what you're testing, you can sometimes, um, create, uh, uh, you don't have enough of a voltage drop across the load device when you use a test light and it'll smoke a module. Oh. Um, so you have to be really careful with those. Um, zip ties. Lots. Like this, this is going to sound stupid and it's going to sound really janky, but, but zip ties, electrical tape, um, assortment of electrical con- connectors, uh, a little bit of spare wire, duct tape, and, and that miracle tape and epoxy will go a long, long way. You're not fixing this thing permanently. Right. You're, you're going to do, off, you're so. getting it off the trail back to a place where you can get it serviced. And then have the mechanic curse at you because you right. use so much JB weld. Right, right. <laughs> and we were talking about that That's tonight. So epoxy, like in a, in a pinch, um, regular epoxy has a, it's like a 20,000 PSI yeah. limit on it, which is through the roof. Um, And, you know, sure, it takes 24 hours, but let's say you're out in the middle of Colorado, you're, you know, you're 30 miles from either either side, you know, you're right in the middle of a 60-mile-long trail. Listen, you know, you're going to have to set that epoxy up, set it up, and camp out, Mm -hmm. and uh, wait for it to dry. If you got something like maybe a a cracked oil pan or something like that, I mean, you don't have any other options. Oh, um, carry... This is going to be so weird, but I heard this today. Granola bars with high molasses content. For what? You can use them to patch a gas tank or a um, oil pan. I it totally makes sense. You couldn't gas because it would eat the right. But the molasses with the molasses, how it's gummy would it, hold it together. It, it yeah. basically yep. like melts itself yep. to the. You know, you got to yep. get it close the gap. Yep. But yep. yeah, you can use. Yeah, probably because when I fixed when we fixed. Adams? Alex. Alex, I'm sorry. With a hammer. We fixed Alex's with a hammer. We closed it up. Yeah. But it still dripped. You could probably take that granola bar and, like, pack it in there. Yep. You know. That would have been a good emergency High molasses content is key. Like, it's sticky when you touch it. You just got to stuff it in through the hole and then hope that it spreads on the other side. Yeah, if you get get hungry, you got emergency nutrition. Look it right off the bottom of that. Yeah, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. N.W. granola. Let it it cool just a little. All right. Let's talk about blowing stuff up. (sighs) Well, miracle tape. Miracle tape is a shit. You mean Have like you ever Flex seen Seal? It? No, Flex Seal is a shit too, but you don't need that in your overland kit. Miracle tape is stuff that is, it's like a rubber, it's almost like electrical tape, but super stretchy. It's what I used to patch the LPG line on my camper when oh, we yeah, were up that yeah, one. Yeah, Remember, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. a squirrel chewed through it with yeah. no heat, and I was like, hell with that. Like, this stuff will hold on power steering lines if you have a hole or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's really good stuff. You can It's on Amazon. I checked today. It's All not right. expensive. Tire repair kits, infl- uh, tire repair kit, like power tank, um, has stuff. I also recommend having a way to refill that tire. I'm not a big compressor guy anymore. I like my power tank stuff. But if you don't want to buy a whole power tank kit, you're not airing up and airing down all the time. Get a power tank power shot, and that's enough yeah. to fix. You could probably bead one tire. You can probably refill one that's you know leaked down. It's light. It's small. Yep. Yep. Camping equipment. Real basic 
equipment. Like this is what I'm this is what I'm camping with right now when I go out. Cooler or a 12-volt fridge. Right now, I did have a 12-volt in the black Jeep. I don't have it in the other one because I don't have the power outlet back there, and that Dometic used, like, an absorbent amount of electricity because it yep. was an older one. Um, but I use a, I have a Yeti cooler I throw in there. Um, you should have some kind of shelter, whether it's an open shelter or vehicle-supported shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, up to you. It's all your preferences. We've kicked this around. Everybody's different. Everybody's needs are different. For me, rooftop's not going to work. Uh, right, I verified right. that this weekend. I need a roof rack on there, and I need to put stuff up there. I cannot, you know, with with the with so many kids. So I I did a um, in, you know, the past couple of weeks I've done research on camping and everything, and I was watching some YouTube channel, and these guys in their Yodas went out and they had a um a shelter, a, a tarp tent, if you will. Yeah. That thing had to have been, you know, a 30 by 60 yes. or 30 yeah. by 80. Yep. And they were able to get their vehicle under it mm-hmm. and their tent under yeah. it yep. and everything under it, you know, the way they strung it up under mm-hmm. trees and everything. And, you know, the whole time I'm watching this, I was like, first, this is impractical for their use. But then it started pouring. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you have to do some kind of emergency repair, repair mm-hmm. on sure. your vehicle, yeah. Yeah. and you're talking about letting something yep. cure overnight, yeah. you don't want that vehicle out in the rain, mm-hmm. but being able to have that tarp, and that tarp folded down into you know a, a very small yep. um, space, I was like, oh, that's, so, that's brilliant. So what Terry's talking about, and, and this is actually, this is an old, old camping trick that I'm starting to see come back around, like trend again. But it's just a tarp, and then they run a rope right through the middle of it, tie it off, and then they stake the corners, they stake the the sides down to the ground, and you have an A-shaped tent, essentially. Um, People are using them for winter camping because you cannot, if you're running a stove, a wood stove, like they have those wood stoves that you can backpack with that break down real small. You can't have a floor in them, so they're starting to use them again for, for that, you know, and they're putting... You can buy them with backs and fronts, and then the wood stove has a it has an outlet for it. You know, yeah. uh, I forget what they call it, what the official terminology is, but yeah, it's it's slick. And you're right, it's nothing more than a couple tent pegs, a rope, and and you know, mm-hmm. a yeah. tarp yeah. essentially. It's a great yeah, and you, you could you could even you know keep one one end high. You can you know do it yep. eight feet up off yep. the ground, uh, tied to a tree, then the center line like you said, and then <clears> take <throat> the other one down as wind. Wind protection, right. Right? water runoff, water runoff. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think that's just cool, and be able to set your tent underneath it. Yep, and it keeps your tent even dry, uh, you know, from from rain because it 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 sucks having to put away a wet tent and pack up a oh. wet tent. Mm-hmm. Yep, I um, did today. I we I mean they weren't it wasn't rain, but it was condensation. condensation we left yeah. in the morning, and so yeah, you know now I've got to unpack them all this week and let yep. them dry. Um, and I have a 900 square foot apartment, so that should be entertaining. <laughs> Probably be camping in the living room. Yep. Um, yep. but anyway, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, that, that's whatever your preference is. And we can go into a deep, dark hole about this. And, and ultimate for me, you know, right now I'm running a four person Coleman. I'll probably be switching over to Gazelle in a year or two yeah. and a roof rack. I'm going to put a Garvin roof rack on the, on the Jeep. Yeah. Um, you know, their venture series yeah. or safari, whatever it is. Safari series is a bigger one. Um, you know, and that works for me, but whatever works for you. Um, 
hatchet or a saw. I like hatchet better because I can split wood with it too. Yep. Some guys will carry a big, like a big Bowie knife or something. They'll split wood with that. Um, you know, they'll lay it on top of it. You're not going to split a 14 inch no. log, but you can take a, you know, a smaller piece of softer wood yep. and split it with that. Um, but you should have something to break down wood, process wood. Um, stove, I threw it in there. Like I have an old single burner Coleman. Had it forever. I mean, it's got to be 25 years old. They don't even sell them anymore. <laughs> but it works. And and all I really ever use it for, most of the cooking I do is over a fire. Yeah. Right. I like to cook over a fire. Um, but I use it to heat my coffee in the morning. I percolate my coffee, right. you know, so or tea at night. You know, if I drink, uh, sometimes yep. I drink green tea at night. Mm-hmm. Um, so it works good for that. Um, or if you want to heat up some stew and you don't have a blackstone, you know, something like that. Sleeping bag doesn't have to be a zero degree, you know. You don't have doesn't have to be an LLB. You right. can go on Amazon and grab one for fifteen bucks. It'll work fine. Mm-hmm. Um, is it as good as a as, as like the bean I have? No, but but it'll work, you yep. know. Um, sleeping roll like a foam mattress or something to sleep on. Um, you know, ultimately the 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 luxury setup is an air mattress. One of or those, a cot or a cot. Yeah, I, I do have a cot, um, but it's huge and it's heavy, and I don't carry yeah. it. Um. A lot of the overlanders are are going with a couple. Uh, there's a couple brands of lightweight cots that are out there that, you know, basically set up. And they're all built on the same technology as yeah. you know, some of the tables and everything. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I you know, I, I. It depends. Like this weekend, I I even forgot my sleeping roll. I just <laughs> we threw some blankets down on the ground. Yeah. It was soft grass. And, yeah. And, oh yeah. Know, so it was. We were good. Um. Cookware utensils, I'm going to do, for me, like the cookware, they make mess kit things. Yep. I'm going to buy one of those, throw it in a, you know, I bought a, like for my dry goods, I bought a sealed Tupperware thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to buy yeah. probably the same thing for my cooking stuff. I'm going to um, also get a cast iron skillet um, at some point. Um, utensils, they make rolls that you can buy with them in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was big on the plastic stuff, but I feel kind of, I don't know, yeah, not so environmental when I do that. So plastic bowls, cups, dry bin storage, that's what I was just talking about. Ultra, ultra important to keep your dry goods stuff, you know, your cereals, your your crackers, your whatever, keep that stuff all dry, right. you know, your cookies. Um, some if you're a coffee drinker, French press or a percolator, um, however you want to do it. And then the next one, safety equipment, is probably... One of the more important ones. And and I put first aid kit in here, and I've had this discussion with Scott, like what should be the standard one? You know, and what we've come up with is it really depends on your level of training. Like, okay, so I'm CPR certified. I've got a first aid certification as well. But then there's levels up from that that Scott have. And right, right. where, you know, um, his knowledge of first aid is much better than mine. He's, yeah. um, I believe he can do like stitching and things like that. And, and, I can't do that. I don't have it. I don't need any of that. So, like, my first aid kit is fairly large, but it's a lot of, like, ointments and Band-Aids and bandages and things like that. Um, I did put in here, though, because I did take a first aid training class, tourniquets, and they make these tourniquet kits now. They're $17. Cozy is the name. I mean, it's easy to use. You don't need a certification, and it's something that you really should have. Um, yep. I, I especially doing what we're doing. Yep. Uh, you're gonna, you know, splints. We can take the bandages in the first aid kit and find some tree sticks. sticks yeah, and if we have to, or whatever. And, 
But a tourniquet, I mean, you can use belts and a it, stick and yeah, things like that. It doesn't work as well. But this for $17 is foolproof. Yep. Good, good um, to have. Yep. Also, I have another thing in my, um, I keep in like the glove compartment or the you know center console is stop the bleed. It's a, yeah, I have that like my that first powder. Yes, I have that in my first it, aid kit. You know, yep. it sucks, but it, yep. it works. Yeah. And then last, last, I mean, listen, if it really gets down to it and you can't oh. stop the bleeding, you start a goddamn fire and you take all the hot coals and pour it on that wound. Done. They're not going to bleed anymore. No. no. <laughs> just throwing it out there. <laughs> Matter of fact, I just, gorge listen, you. throw them right in the fire and right. it'll be done yeah. anyway. Roll around in the coals, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I told you my first aid training doesn't go very high. No, uh, no. Um, fire suppression devices. Um, <clears throat> I have, I don't carry it in my Jeep and I really should, but I have a uh, dry chemical, which is. You know, it's yeah. good for everything except for like magnesium and yep. metal fires. Right. Um, I really don't like them, but you know, it's like a necessary evil. Mm. Um, but now they have it's an element E50. It looks like a flare. Yes. And you, it almost looks like you're lighting a flare, and it's dry chemical. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe it's like a dry chemical. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the size of a flare. So yep. I'm actually going to pick up a couple of those at some point rather than strapping a fire extinguisher to my roll Heck bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so that is my short version of what you really should have in your vehicle. Another thing about those elements is they don't go bad, right? Don't you they have to have a, a fire extinguisher? Right, right. right. A fire extinguisher to, gets, yes. has to get recertified every and, five and, years, right? But is, yeah. those elements they don't go yeah. bad. You start them in it. It's more or less like a, a chemical smoke that is produced. I think it says like a CO two yeah, that that starves the oxygen. Yeah, it out. starves right. the oxygen. Yeah. Right. But um, and they yeah. work really. I've have watched them on YouTube. Yeah. They work really, really well, yeah. like in actual yeah. vehicle fires and mm-hmm. stuff. So. Um, that's the short list. I don't. I you know, like I said, we could add ten pages more of equipment. Oh, yeah. There's max tracks. There's shovels. There's right now. This is the basic setup. Like somebody said to me, what is the basic stuff I have to put in my car? I'm driving across the country. I'm gonna hit some green blue trails. What do I need? Yep. This would be what I would recommend. Oh, it's a perfect list. And yeah. I know that one, I mean, I I was camping a week ago. You yeah. you were too. <clears throat> and, you know, it, it's starting to get colder. So we want to prep for colder weather and, yeah. and think about how your clothing situation is as well. Because not on the list, but clothing is, is a big deal when you're camping and, um, so think about that. It, it is, and I didn't. I didn't put it on there because I felt like like personal items. I tried to stay away from. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff, and you know, the cool part about all this overlanding stuff is you can you can tweak and modify this for your what you need to do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, we'll take Scott's Scott's. I really dig his Jeep and the way he built it. Like, it's yeah. got all the flexy stuff on it. Mm-hmm. The things killer off road, rock crawl, and the whole nine yards. He's got a great kitchen in the back. Um, but where his lacks, what I would need is space. So, because I get the three kids, the dog, right. You know, my daughter's finally driving. So if we do do stuff, you know, and I also need the versatility, like his kitchen's kind of permanent, although I am going to go to that. I sometimes need to be able to remove stuff so I can carry stuff. And, and, uh, but it's, it's, it, that, that's the cool part. And I would say to anybody that's starting to get into it, take your time, figure out what you need, you know, bit by bit. Right. Uh, do your research, talk to people. I was dead set on a rooftop tent. Um, you know, Scott had been saying for the longest time, don't do that, do a ground tent. Um, 
you know, and, and Scott and I tend to disagree on some stuff, and yeah. so I, I kind of chalked it off to, and then I talked to Ron Harrington, um, who I'm hoping we can, he was supposed to be on last week, right. hoping we're going to get him on here soon, you know, and he had a lot of good reasons why rooftop tents aren't great, especially in this area. Um, and for me, ultimately, you know, rooftop tent's not going to work because of space. I need I need a roof rack space for other yep. stuff. Yep. So, you know, again, take your time. Figure it out. It's, it's half the fun. I'd absolutely agree. Cool. Well, thanks for all that research, man. And sure. I know that we're going to throw all that stuff on the Patreon yep. page as well, so that'll be there for I you will, to yep, access. I'll actually have that done tonight, and I'll have that on there before midnight. Um, I have an article as well that went along with kind of what you guys were talking about last week. You're talking cold about cold weather, camping. Cold yeah. weather camping. So I want to put a kind of a generic how to diagnose and replace or fix um, propane heaters. So oh, cool. whether it be RV based or you know marine based or or yeah. general like mine's diagnostic. A, right, mine's a mine's a uh, Mister Heater that I needed this weekend, and I went to fire it up and check it, and it was a no go. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you know, I just took pictures and notes, and cool. that, that'll be up probably by the end of the week. Awesome. Nice. And where that's getting posted is our Patreon website that you can help support the podcast. And that's the only way you get access to this special information or exclusive content um, from Don and the other members of the podcast. So that is Jeep Life Podcast on Patreon. Um, just give us a search in the search bar and you can subscribe for 3 5 or $10 a month. And that is going to basically just paying for all the needs that we have with the podcast. You know, it's not free to put this thing on. No. We're going to do a, for our $10 listeners within the next six months, we talked about it early on and just yeah. never got around to it, but we'll do a listener ride. Heck too. yeah. We'll do it at Absolutely. AOAA. We'll give everybody plenty of notice. And, yep. So. If yep. you would like to be on the podcast... Give us a phone call at 484-891-1172. You can be on the podcast because why not? I'll play that voicemail. Heck yeah. And then obviously we have all of our other social medias, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Make sure you hit that like, subscribe. We're getting up there in the YouTube numbers, so we might be getting a uh, free giveaway again once we hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube. Nice. So make sure you go YouTube. I like it. Um, that's awesome, man. Thanks for your research. Thanks for everybody. Yeah, dude, so good to have you. Yeah, man, it's felt in good the to get pilot back in seat again. Yeah, it felt good to be back in here and, and hang out with you guys. I miss you guys. So yeah, man. Um, so for Breaking Billy, Doctor Don, who's Jeep and Terry, and who's a big Jeep wave to everybody. 